0: back to two healthy chicks on sm enlightenment radio we are talking about fitness today and when we left off we had a little bit of a cliffhanger the question (laughs) is do you have to sweat to get a good workout
1: so anna you said no jenny you said
2: i said no No. i used to be yes but i i've changed it to no
1: it's it's a loaded question because it can be <laughs> one, yes or no, but it's mainly no, um, because uh, it sweating has can have a a lot of different um, factors into how much how much you sweat, what you sweat, um, how much you're drinking, what your hydration levels are, um, the environment you're sweat you're in. You know, you mm-hmm. might be in you know colder weather, so you're not going to sweat quite as much. You might be, um, you know. And then again, you might be in a hotter weather with wearing a sweatshirt. So you're going to sweat. You know, we have some athletes that, you know, uh, you know, when I, when I train, I don't, I don't sweat a ton. Uh, I think I, sometimes I think I'm in a perpetual state of dehydration, which isn't good. So that's why I'm trying to <laughs> get on my that jug body. of water. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um then you have some athletes that there's puddles underneath them as they go. So it it has a very varying uh, range, but no, in general, you don't have to sweat um, to get a good workout and, and push your, push your, push yourself
0: so what would you say for people who are new to exercise right because fitness sometimes can be an overwhelming conversation depending on who you're discussing it with um but what would you say is like the easiest way for people to just get involved somehow
1: honestly it's it's just you know committing to taking that first step is hey what what can i do today Um, you know, and everyone's a little bit different in how they structure their day. But, you know, during the the pandemic, when I first started, you know, I was, we were uh, sent home, I made a list of what I wanted to do in the day. And one of them was, you know, and, you know, 45 minute walk outside in the, in the woods near me. But if I had that list, you know, that was my commitment to getting outside, um, or, Hey, I'm going to do a, you know, I only have 15 minutes of my day. I'm going to do a quick you know, uh, semi high intensity workout, or I'm just going to start moving. I'm going to do a body weight workout or a Tabata workout or, and we can go into more of those, but, you know, just committing, making that first step and saying, all right, I'm going to do it today. All right. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Um, and me personally, I found when I, you know, rely on, you know, I, I commit to someone else Mm, to doing it, that will cause me to do it. So, you know, if I'm like, you know, talking with my coworkers, Hey, we're going to train at. You know, nine tomorrow. All right, I'm going to train at nine tomorrow with them. Um, and, and then if I don't do it, I'm, I'm letting them down. Versus, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. But if no one's yep. relying on me, then I can do it or I cannot do it. Um, type thing. So it's it's finding that commitment to take the first step and saying, all right, I want to be active today. I want to do five minute walk, ten minute walk. I want to go around the block. I want to, you know, take my my dog for a walk. You know, a little bit longer than normal um, whatever it may be, just finding that, that first step to take.
0: I love that. that. sense. Just having it written down and then also having an accountability partner. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. And I mean, that kind of goes with goal, you know, goal setting and things like, you know, just, uh, just actually writing it down, there's something to that. Um, And just, you know, stating it. And I love the accountability partner, because it's so easy for us to say, Yeah, I'm going to do this and just kind of tell yourself in your head. And then you can fake yourself out and be like, Oh, it's just one day. Oh, I'll get started tomorrow. Then when you have another person holding you accountable. Yeah, makes a difference. So what was that to, 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 to bother? Yeah.
1: So <laughs> What's Tabata's- that? Tabata is actually <laughs> one of the, the programs that I'll, I'll use with uh, a lot of my athletes. Um, uh, they, they like to call it a different, uh, they call it a Josh Bata sometimes, uh, oh. but that's myself, soft, uh, my, the softball team likes to do that. But it's, uh, <laughs> essentially you take, um, an exercise, whatever it may be. And it's easy to do with bodyweight exercises. So, um, but it, it really works on time. So you work for 20 seconds, um, and then you rest for 10. And then you do it for a certain amount of rounds. Usually, uh, we'll work for 20, rest for 10. We'll do eight rounds, so it's a four-minute. Uh, you're you know on 20, off 10, two rounds and two rounds in a minute, four rounds in uh, eight rounds in four minutes. Um, and we'll do you know you'll do squat. So you'll squat for 20 seconds, rest for 10. Squat for 20 seconds, rest for 10. Squat for 20 seconds, rest for 10. And your goal when you do it is to get as many reps as you can within that 20 seconds. So um, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go, and then you rest. Um, you know, for me, with my athletes, I make it a competition. Um, you know, we always like to compete. We always are trying to find a way to compete, so we mm-hmm. score it. So you have to hit the same number every single time, but the lowest number that you get in those eight rounds, that's your score so say you hit 15 you know squats and you know when we have a you know uh the softball team that i work with is is one of the most competitive groups (laughs) of athletes i've ever worked with in my career um so you know we have to have a depth that we have to hit so we have a med ball typically that they have to touch every single time they squat but they do as many as they can and then whatever their lowest number is so maybe they did 15 in the first 20 seconds really really good The next 20 seconds, they only did 14. So now their score is 14. You know, they hit 14 again, they hit 14 again, then they hit 10 because they're tired. Well, now Mm -hmm. their score is 10, but they have to keep going and keep pushing because if they keep dropping, um, you know, that score. So then they get a score for their squat. Then we'll do pushups. We'll do hip bridges. We'll do, um, you know, lunges. We'll do med ball slams, you know, really anything. We'll do pull aparts uh, and, and score it and then they get highly competitive and they like to see, you know, what their scores are and, and who wins and who who doesn't win. So the Tabata is a is a very simple, you know, it can be you can go anywhere from you know one one exercise, four minutes, or you can do, you know, six, seven exercises in half an hour, you know, half an hour to you know thirty-five minutes.
2: That's awesome. And I can totally see that being something that friends can do like in your own houses too. And then just texting each other and being like, this is my number. What's yours. And you don't even have to do it at the same time and still keeping up that competition. Like I can see a family competition coming here very soon too. <laughs> there <you go>. yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's wow. That's very cool. I like
0: that. So keeping in line with like people that are new to fitness, um, what would you say if, especially now, not everybody I know for me, I don't want to go to a gym. I have zero desire to go to a gym in this environment right now. So if you're working out at home, what would be some basic accessories or equipment that you should have? And this can be like, whether it's household items or things that you should at least spring for, you know, to do basic things at home.
1: So you can you you can run the gamut on this. You can go from, you know, we this is part of the you know creativity in my job is when, you know, everything got shut down. Mm -hmm. We had athletes that literally had full scale gyms in their basement. They had I could keep programming like they were in our weight room. And then I had some kids that didn't have anything. So we had, uh, you know, they were they were taking a backpack and loading up their backpack with canned goods from the kitchen. Or grabbing a water jug and using a water jug or a laundry uh, a um, laundry detergent, mm-hmm. you know, and, and having it that so you know and using a towel to do isometric. So you, you can challenge yourself in different ways with w- the level of you know what you have around the house. So if you have nothing, we can do you know isometric stuff. So isometric is holds. So. You know, maybe a wall sit, or a squat hold, or a lunge, or something where you're not moving and you're static. Or we can do tempo, so we slow things down uh, because we don't have necessarily heavier weight. You know, make it burn. <laughs> if you're doing a squat, you might do a four-second, five-second, six-second, 10 second squat on the way down. Go up and you do another one. You, you know, you do six of those. That's a minute. You know, you do 12 of them. It's two minutes long for for a set. So without any weight um you know simple accessories that that you can get that that can allow you to do even more are simple bands you know you can go to any you know website and get get you know just a band some tubes or band same idea you know where you could choke it and you can do um you know some back exercises it really helps with because it's harder to do that you know with some some you know backpack or different things um mini bands Mini bands are very easy. Those are very inexpensive. Like the resistance mm-hmm. bands. Yep, just resistance mm-hmm. bands. But then you can go up to, you know, a, a great thing to have is, you know, a, a set of kettlebells. You know, you I love kettlebells. Depending on your strength level, uh, you know, you can go anywhere from five to a twenty to a thirty-pound kettlebell, and you can do a myriad of things with a kettlebell. Um, around, you can, you know, there's a ton of kettlebell workouts that you can do um you know there's tr- you know certifications that people have just for kettlebells wow so kettlebells i did not great. know that yeah, so, <laughs> i didn't know yeah, i was that I, serious. i, I unfortunately don't have one of those but i know i can you can do everything under the sun with a kettlebell um and then you know if you want to go a little bit more you know and get a set of dumbbells um i think you know we actually have them in the weight room they're essentially the selectorized uh dumbbells you know we have a very uh, not a huge weight room so the ideal is, you know, you have a set of 20s, a set of 30s, a set of 40s, you know, and down the line, right. it takes up all the space. We have, uh, and, Jen, and Jenny, you've seen our, yeah. our weight room. It's not very big. We have 12 racks and we have 12 sets of dumbbells in that rack because each rack has, um, it, you know, the a power block system with that. But there's different systems that, you know, it's a set mm-hmm. of dumbbells from, we have ones that go from zero to 90 and ones that goes from zero to 175. Um, and they're all in one you know set of dumbbells in a you know square block essentially so uh those allow you to do everything under the sun uh you know you, anything you can do with a dumbbell you can do um you know with that and it takes up no space um, and allows you to, to do you know squats bench press you know yeah um, that's a really good point like explosive movement so yeah mm-hmm.
0: um, Because I know, especially once um, COVID hit in March, it seemed like everybody apparently Mm -hmm. wiped out (laughs) North America (laughs) for dumbbells. I call myself, you know, surprising Sykes with a weight set and all I could find were up to 15s. Like 20s and 30s have been out of stock for like the last seven months. I just stopped looking. But kettlebells, I did not look for. So that may be my workaround. Mm -hmm. It's a great idea.
2: So let's go to kettlebells. I have a couple questions about those. So, if someone is brand new to kettlebells, um, they've never used one before, so they haven't been doing strength training. Do you have a general? Obviously, each person is different, so clearly they need to, you know, but a general guideline of what is is maybe a good weight to start with that you could do a lot of different kinds of workouts with.
1: You know, and I. I it, Again, that's a you know you could, it's a val is very, I, it's a question that a lot of my athletes ask when we have a certain exercise. What should what weight should I start with? And yeah. I tell, I don't know, you know, and that's <laughs> not the answer you want to hear. But it's very uh, different. So a generally good area probably is around you know twenty pounds. If you can do you know if if you're just starting out, fifteen mm-hmm. to twenty, you can do some of the you should be able to do some of the the lighter things with but you can increase reps to make, to make it harder. Um, uh, you know, that, you know, depending on your strength level might limit you in some of your, you know, if you're not very strong to do bicep curls or triceps Mm -hmm. with it, you might need something a little bit lighter. Um, but you know, that 15 to 20 pound range is probably for a very, very beginner. is probably a decent starting point. And then you can sort of go from there.
2: That's awesome. Um, do you have any, um, Recommendation of like any apps or any um, people that you follow that have because I know there's a ton of things out there for kettlebell workouts and that you know I found ones that I was using actually back when I went to the gym <laughs> of of ones I would follow so um, or maybe some good ones for beginners or just a good variety or I mean I know you write your own so <laughs> if you yeah, don't follow other people kettlebells I
1: mean we follow I follow a lot of uh, you know, with mm-hmm. with that, um, you know, you know, uh, more athletic geared to to some of the stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, the best strength coaches are the ones that master the basics. So mm. you know, if, yeah. you, if you're looking at, you know, you can look at what we do at Fordham and what what they do at Alabama and Clemson, and they're squatting to depth and they're doing full range bench press and they're doing full range pushups and they're doing that. So it's, it's mastery of the basics. So mm. if you find someone that's, that's mastering the basics on Instagram, I don't have an necessary or, you know, Facebook or, mm-hmm. or Twitter, um, someone that's doing something, doing the simple things and doing them well, that's someone that you want to follow. Um,
2: that's good advice. Someone
1: that's that, you know, there's a million things out there and they want to do the newest and the latest and the most fashionable thing. Um, that's not always going to get you the the bang for the buck. It's it's mastering the basics. It's being able to control your body weight. Like you were talking about with walking, you know, mm-hmm. being able to squat up and down. It's being able to do a push up, you know. On your, you know, on your, on your feet, you know, I, I don't, I don't allow any of my, you know, I primarily my 3 teams are, are female athletes. Um, they're not allowed to go on their, on their knees for a push up. It's not allowed. It's, it's not acceptable. Um, so they need to be able to control their body weight you know just as much on the floor um in the pool on the field whatever it may be so you know those standards don't change so being able to control your body is a, is a key to staying healthy both on the field and just in general you know as you you know age and get older yeah yeah
2: that's awesome nice picture that's great so if if someone had so I love that so talking about basics and someone had limited time, let's say 10 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, um, take your pick of which one you want to do. Um, what kind of a routine would you recommend? Like you just mentioned, I probably just a repeat of what you just said, but just, you know, you mentioned the squats and pushups. Um, so what, what kinds of things would you do and what would that look like for a very basic workout routine?
1: So I do, I do some form of, of a squat, uh, a squat. So whether it's a, you know, two legged squat, you know, just a normal squat all the way down. And, you know, I am a full range of motion guy. So we're talking all the way down breaking parallel. So, you know, the top of your, your thigh getting below parallel, um, or if you're doing some single leg version. So if you're doing a a pistol, um, which is, you know, single leg squat, you're doing a rear foot elevated. So you put your foot, your, your back foot up onto something or, Mm -hmm. Something like, or a front foot elevated is one of my favorites right now To for knee health. Um, we do a lot yeah. with our athletes to, to develop their VMOs and, and keep their knee health. So some form of a squat, whatever, you know, that's the great thing about um, designing your own workout program. You do what you like, you know, yeah. you know, you know, if you, if you don't have any equipment, you, you do maybe a squat or a rear foot elevated. You have some dumbbells, you might do a goblet squat. Um, where you're holding the dumbbell right underneath your chin and squatting, or you're doing a, you know, it's on your shoulder because you like that better with the kettlebell Um, or you're in a gym and you like the front squat versus back squat, or, you know, if you go even one step further, uh, your safety bar, you know, squat, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, a little bit more, but you get to choose what you like to do. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not pigeonholed into, Oh, this is the only thing. That I have to do. I have to back right. squat, and I have to go to a gym, and I have to find a way to put a bar on my back and do it. Mm-mm. That's awesome. That's great if you do it, but you know, just getting up and you know, how many times do you get up out of a chair? In a day? <laughs> up and down, up and down. So yep, you know, finding a way just to, to do some form of squat pattern. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whatever whatever your favorite one is, and then finding a way to do a, a chest. You know, a a push up, a You know, bench press, if you have dumbbells or kettlebells or um, something like that, Uh, and then a back, you know, the chin up, if you have a bar, I think, you know, that's one accessory. Didn't really talk about uh, Mm. is is getting a chin up bar for the house. If you can put it right over top of a, uh, some molding, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, chin ups are, we, we like to call them the squat of the upper body. <laughs> it's these, uh, it's, my brother
0: is obsessed with those. <laughs> they're,
1: they're in every program, and you know, like I said, you know, that's one of my big things with my, you know, about controlling your body is is with my with my athletes is having them. We, you know, we talk about them, we'll do five six sets, and you know, in a, in a training program, and then we'll do eccentrics on them, so lowering down slowly. So maybe you can't do your first chin up yet, uh, but you're learning to control that body weight. You know we, hit, mm-hmm. you know, an athlete on um, one of my teams, and she's fighting to get her first chin up. You know, we we film it. and She's fighting. she's fighting. <laughs> she keeps working that eccentric. You know, it's coming soon. Yeah. You know, and that that's that's one of exciting. It's going to be awesome that when she hits her first chin up. Um, nice. So, um, squat, chest, a chest exercise, and then you know a back exercise, chin up, are, are the three mainstays um, that you go to, and then you know. If that's all the time you have, you know, if you're doing a traditional, you can do like the Tabata or you can do, Mm -hmm. you can do a, uh, you know, a circuit type thing where you put 10 minutes on the clock, start your 10 minutes. All right, I'm going to do squats, push ups, Russian twists for core. Uh, I'm going to do 10 reps of each and that's my round and I'm going to go for 10 minutes and I'm going to see how many rounds I can get. All right.
2: Compete with yourself. Yep. Yeah.
1: Next week I do it again. I try to hit more rounds than I did the week
2: before. Mm, that's Next fun. round
1: you do that. Or you can add, you know, another minute or two minutes to that that meta block. So you can go for 10 minutes. You can go for, you know, start out, oh, go for five minutes. How many rounds can I get in five minutes? How many rounds can I get in five minutes? All right. That was pretty easy. Let me go to six minutes. Let me go to seven. Let me go to eight and keep adding a minute on nice. to make it harder that way as well.
2: Awesome. Well. Give us a lot of good stuff, kid. Thank you. That's definitely, definitely. amazing. Oh, my gosh. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you. Th- this is just I've learned a lot. I'm inspired. <laughs> and um, I think our listeners have learned a lot and have been inspired, too. So thank you, kid. Do you have any um, last thing to share with us? I mean, you have given us so much information. This is awesome. Thank you.
1: No, it's um. um- glad you asked me to be on um so it's uh yeah it's been fun thanks so much awesome. for joining
2: thank you for being here we really appreciate you
0: thanks
1: you're
0: so much
1: you're very welcome <laughs> bye that wow. was great so was i mean awesome
0: yeah i got i got a few tidbits there i'm definitely excited to look for kettlebells honestly um because like i said i just gave up on. I just got
2: one for my birthday, so I'm so excited.
0: Oh, <laughs> just rub it in, Jane. Oh,
2: I mean, you can borrow it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so we didn't really talk about sports drinks, but I think that you know, just to sum it up, um, there there are a lot on the market. Um, And that really is just going to lead us into our Mm A-Pod, our body products of the day. So we do have a line. And Jenny, you can actually talk about that photo right there.
2: Yeah. So it was a doc. If, yeah. If you go back, so our, uh, Sport, um, when you compare it to other products that are on the market, it has way less sugar than, um, some of the other leading brands that are out there. Um, and the price is far less, um, per drink than, um, the others as well. So you're looking for less sugar in it and a better price. Um, the, the, Arby on phytosport is definitely a great choice.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a win-win, right? You get a better product mm-hmm. at a lower price. You don't often yeah. see that. Um, and the Sport line, there's only three. So it's not like this whole big overwhelming um, product line, but there's the pre-workout, um, the during, and the post-workout. It's very simple. So during is the complete hydration. You can see there if you're watching on Enlightenment TV, it's the middle one. The complete hydration is a powerful blend of six electrolytes that support optimal Hydration that you can typically lose through sweating if you sweat, We're talking about <laughs> or through physical <laughs> exertion. Um, it supports the isotonic balance in your body. It's formulated to rehydrate cells, ensuring proper body function, and maintaining um, that throughout vigorous workouts. And the nice thing, you know, in typical Arbonne fashion, we always have uh, an edge on our products, right? Mm -hmm. So it features an antioxidant blend Mm -hmm. consisting of vitamins A, C, and E to fight free radicals generated through physical exertion. And it tastes good. It comes in a travel. I was just going to say, it tastes beer. good. <laughs> like, like, seriously. And it's that good. was, like, a couple of episodes we talked about, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about um, Skin Elixir. And, um, I- remember I mentioned my evening drink. um, So I actually have that tonight again. And that's what goes in my evening drink is that complete hydration. So again, for those of us who have sickle cell or any illness where your doctor is telling you to stay hydrated, I mean, everybody is supposed to stay hydrated, but Mm -hmm. but specifically for um, people with sickle cell, like that is huge for us. And many times we're told that we have to um, you know, drink sports drinks or something with electrolytes. So this yeah. is my option. There it is.
2: Yeah. It's a really great option.
0: Yep. Random fact, Jenny.
2: Yeah, so um, talking about, um, you know, sports and things, and uh, one of my advantages was that I was tall all growing up. So at five nine, I was pretty much the tallest person in my class forever, all the way through elementary school, all the way through middle school, and into high school until 10th grade. I finally looked up to one of the guys in the class. I'm like, finally, <laughs> someone is taller than I am.
0: <laughs> Ironically, I, too, am five nine. so there you go, two healthy tall kids. Mm-hmm. That's right. And in elementary school, I was always the shortest. I was always front of the line. It was a benefit because, you know, crazy. I love being in the front of the line. But, yeah, very odd. Yeah. That's our show. We hope that you got um, some nice little tidbits if you're getting started in fitness. If you're not getting started, you've been doing this for a while. Maybe you learned a little bit more. Um, thank you so much for listening to us. I'm Ayana, And I'm Jenny. And thank- we are two healthy chicks on SM Enlightenment Radio. Thanks for joining us. Good night.